Welcome to Wear Who You Are, a podcast that takes the fear out of fashion and holds space for everyone to explore how to connect your authenticity with your personal style. I'm your host, Natalie Tincher, founder of BU Style, expert style strategist, and your enthusiastic friend and safe space of support. I believe that every person has a style and every style deserves a seat. With over a decade of experience working with hundreds of personal clients, I've learned a thing or two about how to help others have a healthy and holistic approach to navigating how to build a wardrobe that reflects who you are. So pull up your seat and let's get started. Welcome to another Wear Who You Are Wednesday. Today is a style strategy session with me, and we are digging deeper into how to put the personal in your personal style. But before that, let's kick off today with some upcoming savings intel. First, I want to note that I'm not affiliated with or paid by the following brand. I'm just here to share my knowledge and to help you save. So the Bloomingdale's Friends and Family sale is happening from March 24th to April 2nd in stores and online. So the sale includes 20 to 25% off all participating brands. So I want to just note what a friends and family sale is. It's typically different from end of season sale shopping. Friends and family sales offer savings on the entire store, including the current season pieces. Whereas end of season sales are discounts on the leftover pieces from the season that the store is trying to sell. So they want to clear out the inventory in order to get ready for the upcoming fashion season. So if you built your season strategic shopping needs, and you know I always recommend having a shopping plan to keep you focused, you might want to check out the Bloomingdale's Friends and Family Sale to take advantage of a good discount for your upcoming spring update. Personally, for me, my strategy is to update my basics that need refreshing during this time. So I'll get something like my go-to denim styles, undergarments, socks, running shoes, things like that, things that I know I need and wear often as part of my wardrobe. Also, if you do shop at Bloomingdale's and aren't signed up for their loyalist program, I highly recommend it. It's not a credit card. Um, There are tons of perks throughout the year that they give you additional savings, and it's super easy to earn rewards cards with a lot of their triple points, points offering and things like that. So now it's time to get into the heart of this session. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that's another core foundation in building your authentic personal style, the idea of inspiration versus aspiration. All right, so we're bombarded with images and rhetoric right and left of what's deemed fashionable or cool, what we should wear, how we should be, what body types are ideal, so on and so forth. You see it all the time. In fact, if you think about it, didn't that start when we were young? What were the popular kids wearing? What look was considered beautiful or hot? Where were the cool kids hanging out? What club or sport elevated your status and made you cool? Probably much like a lot of you, I was a victim of this growing up in my small town in Indiana. I'll be honest. I was gangly, awkward, super pale as a preteen and early teenager. Some of the more unflattering nicknames referring to my looks were Bones, Spaghetti Woman, and Casper. Really great. I wasn't considered one of the hot girls, and boy, at that time did I aspire to be one. It just wasn't possible, though. The hot girl of the era in Logansport, Indiana was shorter much shorter than 5'8 me, sun-drenched golden tan, and she had certainly developed more curves than I had at that age. She wore spaghetti straps, tube tops, and other clothing that my mom definitely didn't allow me to wear. And despite the obvious physical differences between me and them, I aspired to look like these girls. 
Against my mom will, my mom's will, I torched my porcelain skin at the tanning bed and in the sun. I used my hard-earned summer job income to buy crop tops and cut-off shorts that I could change into once I left the house. What a rebel. But my style, my body, my persona weren't meant to look like those girls. I look back on those pictures of this like preteen, early teen phase when I was trying to emulate the hot girl and I laugh now. I just looked completely ridiculous. It just wasn't me. It wasn't supposed to be me. Fortunately for me, I had a healthy enough support system that helped me start gaining a better sense of self early enough to begin to slowly shift from that mentality of wanting to be like those girls and look like them. I'm sure many of you have had similar experiences like this. I'd love to hear them. The point is that many of us learn to aspire to be like others early in life, and it becomes ingrained in us so much so that we aren't always aware of it. And it's further perpetuated by influences we come in contact with daily. So now, when it comes to our wardrobes, inspirational and aspirational fashion are two very different approaches to style and design. And the two can be confused if we're not careful. First, let's talk about inspirational fashion. This refers to clothing and accessories designed to inspire or evoke certain emotions, moods, or ideas. These are the things that catch your eye and excite and motivate you when you see them. This could include items that are visually striking, or maybe they have a unique detail that you like, or they're really exciting innovations you've never seen before, but you love. Inspiration and style is observing what you see in the world around you and applying those elements to your unique personal style foundation. On the other hand, aspirational fashion refers to clothing and accessories designed to represent a particular lifestyle or social status. Aspirational fashion is often associated with luxury brands, and it may include items that are expensive, exclusive, or hard to obtain. You know, those lines outside a store to get like that thing. Aspirational style also refers to fashions that present an idealized version of life. They encourage people to aspire to that lifestyle. It often involves promoting the idea that owning these things can make a person happier or more successful or cooler. Aspirational content depicts an aspirational lifestyle. It encourages people to work toward achieving that particular lifestyle that it's selling. So in a nutshell, really, inspirational style focuses on personal growth and self-improvement, while aspirational style centers around the desire for material possessions and status. Inspirational fashion is about creativity and self-expression, while aspirational fashion is associated with status and social identity. Now, I will always encourage you to look at the world around you for inspiration. Inspiration is how we expand and we grow. It's how we learn new ideas. It's how we stay motivated to evolve. However, when it comes to gathering your style intel, if it happens to be from a person, whether it be an influencer, a celebrity, or even a friend, I want you to ask yourself the following question. Is this inspiration I can, I can use to apply to my personal style? Or am I drawn to this because I aspire to be like this person? Now, I'm not saying you can't want to learn from others and admire traits about them, but I am cautioning you about the dangers of wanting to be like someone else because you'll never be like someone else. How they wear something is unique to their personal style, their body type, their lifestyle, their budget, their sense of self, and so much more. I'll occasionally have clients that come to me with a celebrity or influencer and they'll say, I want to have whoever this person's is style. That's when we have to break it down 
And we have to work together to redirect that idea. Instead, we analyze elements of that person's style that the client likes. Is it the color? Is it the textures, a certain article of clothing? Is it the attitude of that persona? It's important to make sure that they're inspired by the style, not wishing to be that person or have an element of that life or something about their life. The danger with aspirational fashion is that you will always be aspiring because you're never going to be the people you aspire to emulate. You can't be just like they can't be you. That's the beauty of life and humanity. Focusing on wanting to be like someone else, having their budget, their lifestyle, their body, whatever it is, it'll just provide a roadblock in accepting and embracing your uniqueness. And I promise you, who you are is good enough. Also, let's not forget an important detail. What you see is more likely some sort of filtered, edited, scripted version of someone's life. Okay, so I grew up Mormon. And I remember when the Mormon mommy blogs were like the thing. I think they might have been the original influencer before that was a term that I was familiar with. It was that lifestyle blogging era. If you don't know about it, look it up. Many of these particular Mormon mommy blog posts were filled with content of like perfect family trips, super creative activity days, like over the top birthday parties, perfect date nights with husbands, like the best girl trips ever with their gal pals, daily workout routines and like perfect gym clothes all with beautiful photos, kids playing together happily, no cries, all perfectly dressed up, never fighting, never a mess anywhere. With all the activities on their plates, these bloggers also always seem to be totally put together. They had the perfect look, complete with a full face of makeup, perfectly coiffed hair. For me, it was all out of like a J. Crew meets Martha Stewart meets Stepford Wife catalog. It was a new genre that I hadn't really seen before. Um, and it was easier for me to not be affected personally by these posts because I didn't have children and that was a life that was well outside of my life or my goals. However, a few of my friends in that world with kids would start to put themselves down after seeing these like, quote unquote perfect lives. Meanwhile, like they'd see these posts and they'd, they'd forgotten to like pack their kids lunch that day or there was a meltdown in the middle of a restaurant or like, little Johnny's uniform wasn't washed for his soccer game. And for me, I knew some of these bloggers, not super well, but I I knew them. Their real lives were much less glamorous or perfect than their stage lives. And creating and maintaining that blog was literally their job. They were getting paid by advertisers and brands to show this life. No one's life is that perfect, not even the ones presenting it as so. And I recently read a quote by uh, Steve Furtick that said, the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. Just think about that. Fast fashion marketers and influencer culture want you to want to be constantly consuming. This is why they use aspirational style marketing to influence you. So you will keep buying in hopes that whatever you buy will help you attain this unrealistic and unattainable aspiration. So here's your wear who you are challenge for the week to help you focus on being inspired to develop your personal style versus aspiring to look or be like someone else. Challenge one, first, do a social media audit. Scroll through the people and brands you follow and ask yourself if you follow them because they inspire you or because you aspire to be like them or have the life they're selling. I suggest you unfollow or mute the ones that may be creating unhealthy aspirational envy. Second, 
is to then find healthy forms of style inspiration to follow. This could be interior design, nature, architecture, cities that inspire you, and there's so much more. Like Everywhere around you, you can find inspiration. For me, I like to follow people who look and live nothing like me. That way, I know I'm not influenced by wanting to be an exact replica of them. Instead, I can be visually inspired. One example is I get a lot of my style inspiration for menswear styling. Some male artists and sharply dressed sportscasters are among my favorite inspiration because they combine colors, patterns, silhouettes, and styles that excite me. I can use that as inspiration and I can find ways to incorporate the elements I like into my own style brand. I want us to carry on a movement of self-acceptance and start breaking this aspirational fashion cycle. Living in this cycle of following aspirational marketing and fashion is just getting in the way of living the life you are uniquely meant to live and reflecting that through your personal style. I hope all of us, I include myself in this, can accept who we are and be inspired to be the happiest, best version of ourselves. Also, give yourself a little grace in the process. No negative self-talk allowed here. Thanks for listening and don't forget to remember who you are and wear it. I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining another Wear Who You Are Wednesday. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Be sure to follow along for episode news, updates, and other bonus style insights on Instagram through my business account at BU Style. That's the letters B, U, and Style. Or my personal account at Natalie underscore Tincher. And don't forget to subscribe to Where Who You Are wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks again and see you next time.